Hello and welcome to the Makery Studio podcast, What's Happening at the Library. This is your host, Timothy, and I am joined by Alexis, a member of the library board, here to discuss the new gaming cafe, the Book and Board Library Lounge, located at the downtown Chandler Public Library. Hello and welcome. Thanks so much for having me, Timothy. First off, could you tell us a little bit about yourself and where this idea came from for the Book and Board Library Lounge. Sure thing. Well, I've always been a big gamer ever since high school, playing Risk with my friends over the summer, many hours. (laughs) And uh, it turned into a love of all kind of strategy board games, also Euro style games. And that started with Ticket to Ride in college. And then when I went to law school, We learned about Settlers of Catan, and we spent many, many, many hours playing Settlers with friends, lots of game nights. It was an excellent thing to do during the recession when everything was very expensive. You buy one game and you can have numerous nights to play those without spending too much money and having fun with your friends. So I've always been a big game lover and many times spending with friends and family playing them. We've played games in Europe with friends. We've played games in other languages. It really bridges a lot of gaps. So I've always had this vision and hope that somewhere in the East Valley, we could have a place to play these kind of games, especially since having kids, it's a little harder to do at home when uh, they are sleeping or when they are um, up because it's a lot of kid games. I joined the library uh, board this summer in August. Uh, During June and July, my family took a five week trip to the Northwest We visited many libraries up there, trying to keep our two children entertained. We did other book, uh, summer book reading challenges, and we checked out lots of books to um, keep my gifted seven-year-old reader uh, busy during our vacation. And at one of the libraries in Hillsboro, Oregon, they had a whole wall of board games for checkout. And I was so inspired, I thought, wow, (laughs) this would be amazing if we could have something like that at our library. I wonder why we can't, I wonder why we don't. I grew up in Chandler, I'm back in Chandler after a hiatus in the Northwest, and, I, and then I saw the opportunity to join the library board, and I, and I applied a few weeks later, and then was appointed in August to fill a seat, and it was one of my first two ideas that I brought to the board in November, was to have some sort of board games, I was hoping in circulation or board game exchanges or some way to get board games uh, to the community here, and it kind of morphed into this board game cafe idea the downtown Chandler library location was looking for a rebrand of the cafe and we needed shelving space for board games. So the whole board, uh, including the head librarian, was on board, as you would say, (laughs) (laughs) and ready to implement this idea. So it started in about November of 2022. Another great thing about board games is they make great gifts, but uh, any gamers will note that you quickly run out of shelf space. So I thought this would be a great way for all of us who really enjoy games and don't have any more shelf space to put them, to try new games, to bring our friends together or meet new friends at the library to play those games that maybe we're not sure if we wanna buy yet or maybe we wanna give as a gift to somebody in the future. And another great way to bring people into the library, once you get them here, they can learn all about the different programs going on. They can support the library through buying snacks and drinks at the cafe. They can take part in summer reading challenges or other programming that's going on in the library. It seemed like a great way to do both of those things. And also, it's been fabulous because board games, especially strategy style, have really gained in popularity over the past 
10 to 20 years. Now you can walk into any Target, Barnes & Noble, and look on the shelves, and there's just tons of variety and options. It's not your typical Monopoly and Candyland and Sorry Shoots and Ladders, which are all great games. <laughs> but this is kind of a new style where we can, you think, it makes you think a lot more. You have to strategically decide where you're going to place. There's replayability with these games because every scenario is going to be different. And unlike that game I started with Risk, most of these games now, you get to play the whole game. So you're not out on the side waiting for everyone else to finish for a couple hours. These new games are great for bringing people together and having communication and talking, but also strategy. And you can you can just make memories without the negative part. <laughs> yeah, because they're all still very like um, competitive games, but yes. not as, yeah, where it's like, you're, there's not that risk of it. You're being kind of shoved off to the side if you like lose a turn or something, right? Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, so. Yeah. So out of the the games that we um, have procured or were donated, uh, which ones are your favorite? Which ones are you most excited for people to to try out and learn about when they come in and see it on the shelves? My absolute favorite game is always going to be Settlers of Catan. It's just so fabulous. That's one of those games I was talking about. I've played in Germany with my German friends. I've played in Holland with my Dutch friends. We've played in Washington, Arizona. Anybody we meet, we can teach them. Once you learn it, there's a bunch of um, expansions that make it fun, cities and nights, seafarers, uh, traders and barbarians. It, so it, it can keep the game fresh. It doesn't take forever, but you can make a mega game. <laughs> and that's pretty awesome too. So depending on how your night's going or your day, you, you can choose. Also, one of my favorite memories was being part of a Catan tournament up in Washington State, and that was wonderful. So we've got four copies of Catan, and I'm really hoping that people will come and learn and enjoy it, maybe bring a whole group of people, and they can all play together at different tables. It's four, up to four players, and we've got the extension for up to six. So that is my favorite. It's just such a fun game. There's so many options. There's different ways to win. Uh, you have to trade with people, most likely, or else you're not going to get very far. But the strategy is anybody's guess on who's going to win in that. Yeah, so for those who aren't familiar with uh, Catan itself, um, would you like to explain a little bit like what the objectives are, like how you play it? What does like a game of Catan typically look like? Sure. Uh, in Catan, you are building up your settlement, trying to gain resources. You've got sheep, wheat, wood, ore and brick, and those are the five materials that you can trade and use to purchase things like cities, roads, settlements, and uh, just expand your settlement. You, you need up to 10 victory points to win. There's some few cards that you can use to accelerate those victory points, but mostly it's just building. And then your uh, other settlers can kind of block your way, so you need to pick good routes and go around these little uh, hexagons to find new ways to get more resources. So there's trading, there's strategy, There it takes about I'd say an hour plus for the game but once you learn the rules it's really not that complicated. And the fabulous thing now is that you can pretty much find any board game how-to video online. Uh, back in the day it was really difficult to understand and digest all these different instructions. Now it's really fun that you could say how to play Settlers of Catan on Google, and you'll find YouTube videos, you can find information on Board Game Geek, their website, and you're gonna learn how to play by someone who understands the rules really well, 
and get you on your way. So that's another great benefit to this Board Game Cafe. If you don't know the game, that's great. Um, go ahead and look it up while you're here and find a video and learn how to play. Some of my other favorite games that we have down there are Seven Wonders, Splendor, Isle of Sky, Azul. Azul is a tile placement game. Those are super fun, satisfying tile pieces that you get to put in rows. It's very simple to learn. Uh, you get to put your hand in a bag of tiles and pull out random ones. It's gonna be really fun. We also have a lot of kid games um, that are not your typical games that you probably have in your house currently. They are more cooperative style games, which really helps kids learn the skills to sit down and play a game, good sportsmanship, how to achieve a group goal. There's some by Peaceable Kingdoms, Haba has some, and I think you're gonna enjoy that option if you wander in with your kids. They're more, they're on the left side of the shelves and it's gonna be a great option. My daughters are already loving coming here and trying out the different games that we also have at home that we have here now at the library. So out of all the games that we have on our shelves, uh, which ones are you not familiar with and looking forward to learning more about? Well, I've already had the pleasure of trying out Dominion <laughs> with <laughs> Timothy, and that was a great game from Rio Grande. That's one of my favorites. Yes. <laughs> I haven't really played Munchkin, so we've got a lot of Munchkin varieties yeah. from Steve Jackson that were donated. Uh, Unstable Unicorns and Happy Little Dinosaurs are adorable from T-Turtle Games, so I think that'll be super fun. My daughter loves the kid version, so I'm excited to see uh, how the adult version works out. There's this great kid game called Wildcraft from Learning Herbs, and it's all about gardening and different seeds and the different maybe pests you might find in a garden. And really, I'm excited to learn from that game and bring my, my two daughters. So we are going to play that game for sure. The OP sent us some Dice Throne, Marvel Dice Throne, Disney Sorcerer's Arena Corset, and Harry Potter Hogwarts Battle. I mean, those all sound great to me. <laughs> so I'm really excited to kind of try those out. I think those are some new ones that I'm, I'm looking forward to. Oh, and Shrekking the National Parks looks beautiful. Oh. And what a great way to learn about all the beauty uh, that we have here in this country. So we have a lot of strategy games to choose from that have some layers of complexity. And we touched on this a little, but what are some games suitable for kids or for families who come in and are looking for a game that the whole family will will enjoy? One of our favorites is a game called Quirkle. It's a wood tile placement game that you need six different Quirkle pieces in a row, either all the same color or all different patterns, different shapes. And you kind of just build them kind of like a like a domino style <laughs> on a table. And the kids just love that, it's super fun. It's good for adults as well. And there's strategy, because if you get a Quirkle, which is all six in a row, you get 12 extra points. So you can be playing the game quite well and then realize that someone's racking up the Quirkles at the end. So it's a fun word to say. Uh, <laughs> it's a kind of a quirky word is probably yeah. where it came from. My, uh, another favorite in our house is Gems. Your very simple game my four-year-old loves. It's these triangular gem-looking cards, and you're just trying to make six of the same color. And it's very easy instructions. These are very great with liter early literacy because things like lose a turn or uh, swap are just very big words on these cards that my daughter's learning uh, and just enjoying laughing, doing lots of laughing while playing. There's simple games by Haba, like First Orchard, which is just uh, another cooperative game. You're trying to pick all the fruit 
uh, wooden fruit from the apple or from the orchard of trees before the raven gets them. So it's it's a good cooperative game, helps uh, with colors and like-minded goals. Now that we have a board game cafe in the library, how do you hope people will use it and what are your goals for the space going forward? Well, I'm excited to introduce a new style of games to the community. I think half of us already know lots of these games and styles and are excited for it. The other half is a little tentative and not quite sure, really rooted in their Monopoly nights. So it's exciting to think of sharing this different style of game and the variety with the community. I'm just, I'm super thrilled with that. I would love for monthly game nights to become a thing. Maybe Library After Dark have babysitters lined up and kind of everyone coming to play whether they have people to play with or not. My, my ideal version would be you come up like a real board game cafe and you, maybe you have a partner with you, but you need two more people to finish out a four player game. And maybe we could set you up with other people who are there for that same purpose. There's all these beautiful tables right by the windows in the front of the library. And I can just envision a night where all those tables, tables are full with people playing games, having fun, making new memories. Uh, I also think downtown Chandler is such a cool environment. It's really been had this resurgence of all these cool activities, comedy clubs, um, speakeasies, many, many more restaurants. Uh, we've got the Chandler Center for the Arts constantly doing awesome performances. And I think having a board game cafe is like the perfect addition to this area. Just hopefully the hours we could do something with that uh, if the demand is there. So please come mm-hmm. out and play those games. That would be fantastic. And my uh, another thing I'd love to do is have a board game exchange. We all have so many games that we've amassed from gifts or that we've played already, and we would love new games, but again, that shelf problem. So if we could, there's already been a puzzle exchange longstanding with the library here, and I'd love to either piggyback with that or have a, a separate night where everyone can bring in their board games and exchange them with other people to just try out new ones. Um, also, I envision summer play dates, lots of families with kids, and summer is so hot here, so mm-hmm. it would be great for them to come support the library, buy some snacks, and sit here and enjoy some air conditioning for a while. And fingers crossed, the eventual goal is circulation and maybe a lot larger collection. The uh, Hillsborough, Washington County library system has over 2,000 games in circulation. So one can hope. And that is all the time we have for today. Before we bid you adieu, I have to mention, in addition to all the board games and the snacks, we have a private gaming room that you can book with your library card. It has an amazing inlaid gamers table, perfect for those Dungeons and Dragons and Pathfinder sessions. So if you have a D&D group or similar, definitely check it out. You can book it with your library card on our website at chandlerlibrary.org. Select services from the blue menu bar, then reserve a room. You can book the room for up to three hours per session per day. Outside food and drinks are not allowed in the room. However, you are welcome to purchase food and drinks from the cafe and enjoy them while playing your game. The cafe and private gaming room are located in the downtown library on Delaware Street, off Chandler Boulevard and Arizona Avenue. Both spaces are open during library hours. However, they close 30 minutes prior to the library closing. So definitely come on in and check out the space and the games. Alexis, thank you so much for joining me today in discussing the Book and Board Library Lounge. Fantastic. Thanks for having me and enjoy the games.